And if I can't do it, <laughs> why'd you let me clap and everything? Uh, we're just like out of that, and and so we're not as comfortable about talking about things that shouldn't be in the pod. Because most people who are podcasting don't do that just for that exact reason, just in case. I understand. I can't make promises. Okay. Yeah, but this won't hurt either. And with a mixture of that and your fine suggestion, I think we'll be foolproof. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. Generally, like, <laughs> I feel like, for instance, I'm going to have to edit this tonight. Like in theory, I'm not going to have time to. But like, I'd like to just skip around parts that I don't have to worry about. Like that's why I feel like we won't talk episode, about anyone's names. That's why I told you for the last episode. I was like, I was skipping around so fast, uh, and I didn't even like because you saw me. I didn't listen to everything because I was like, I'm pretty sure the only thing that cut was the beginning part. Mm-hmm. That's oh. all. Got a burpee, burpee. Sorry for just the, the anger from the guy. Why they got the buttons like that? Let's hold it up here, guys. What? They've been there for like ten minutes. Got her grippers. Yeah. They don't, do they smell? <laughs> oh, I was like, oh yeah, my shoes out for five minutes. There's no way they smell. I put these socks on brand new before we left. Why well, the why is the door shut? But with the chitty- chitties in here. I'm I have my high chair up. I have my high. What if I unplug it? Put the mic down. She did that so reluctantly. Crowder's running now. Get him out of here. Get them chitties out of here. I don't even know where you was at, Bresky. Chitties. What's your pronouns? She can have she her pronouns still be non-binary. That's, uh, that's why I asked. I'm, I'm fully <laughs> confident that I am. Yeah, I was, I was talking to her. What did she just tell me? That's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's like, what I thought it was mm-hmm. supposed to be. Like, Normally. even if she likes to dress feminine or present feminine, doesn't mean that she has to be male. And it's like saying a male cannot dress feminine. I like how you try to get me, even though I was going to say if her pronouns were she, her, <laughs> I was still going to be I fully accepted. Like, and I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Testing me. It would have been different if I was like, so your pronouns are they them now? Like I, I, I asked, I asked. No, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fluid between strawberry woman and goth woman. I 
to I'm non-binary. And you were just like, I know that I am a woman. So good for you, Mariah, for figuring that out. <laughs> I'm confident in my own. Like, <laughs> you honestly said it was like a nice place. I wasn't like bad, but it was just so funny. She was like, I know for a fact that I'm a woman. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like everybody thinks about that at least once when they like kind of discover what gender identity is because even when i see somebody decide that they are uh transition i'm like what is transitioning and then i explain it to myself and i'm like am i and i try to insert myself and it like i'm like man fluid non-binary i was like woman Mm-hmm. Sexuality to uh, or what's the word? It's the it's just a pipeline. It's the sexuality to the gender identity pipeline. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm so woman that I just want women. That's how much I love women. I love being a woman. I love women. Being a woman. are you concerned? <laughs> The internalized homophobia over there. How can I be homophobic if I like boobs? My bitch is gay. Did you did you guys see the boobies in the movie? Uh, yeah, we did, but we'll, 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 yeah. uh, <laughs> you're listening to Post Credit Depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is that Cindy and I split the pizza today without my uh, consent. <laughs> You would. You all know that. Mm-hmm. My name is Kaylin. My fun fact is we found the scenes from The Outsiders that we were supposed to watch. Yes, and um, I was not crazy. Mariah was not crazy. But for a second there, we all thought we were crazy because every streaming fl- platform did not have these scenes. And not only did we... Uh, wait, we YouTube some of them. But, the, but there was like one scene you were like, I gotta go get my DVD for it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. So, just let you guys know. HBO. Oh, my God. The chips. Uh, you missed out on uh, Kinsey and I now figuring out our human design. I've been on this human design kick for a while. Actually, uh, human design. first of all, I talked about my human design quite a while ago. I, and I've done. And I read you mine. And I was like, you should look at yourself. I, I knew shut mine up, before this. I'm not like, just up. missing you. And I was like, you should totally check it out. And then randomly she got on my human design Twitter, and she she has been talking. About, Are you talking about I've that? Known about my human design. You're talking about like the pair. For a while, Kaylin had shown me, more, or Kinsey had shown me more than what I knew, but I knew like, about I'm it. I'm not saying I 100. Is this the elegant natural shit? No, no that's, 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 that's how you become badness. Just that's give a different me a conversation. <laughs> um, but I, a couple months ago, had that app. I told you I should use it and just see it for seven days for three days free. So your my human design is, it looks like this. is almost exactly like your it's natal it chart, like but it's a different way of thinking. So it's based off of the time you were born, and it talks about how you like basically show up in the world and what works best for you if you want to be productive or aka happy in your life, okay? So mine's a manifester. I'm a manifester generator. Is she a manifester generator too? Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Because Mariah's a manifester, that means... This is just one important part of the... the oh, yeah, there's several parts. You have your lines. You have your, the name of your lines, which I'm the hermit heretic. You're the something martyr. What was the word before it? Mm. What's mine? I don't know. 
probably the same. Oh, it could be similar to it. It could be similar vines, but it depends. We have to look but What's the difference between a manifester and a manifest so that's generator? Yeah, that's, that's easy. Yeah. So you explain what a manifest is like. Because that's what you are, bitch. You're, well, I'm going to explain like, cause Then I'll explain it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was you getting were, there, but I didn't know how. You un- said you don't know how to explain it. I didn't know how you Hand her the mic, Kinsey. Hand her just for a second. Sure. But I didn't know if you want me not to explain yours at all, because yours is a mix of both of them. Yeah, it is a mix of both. So basically, the the difference between the manifester and the manifest generator is that the manifester is supposed to like basically have like faith in that things will work out. Like, or no, I'm sorry, the generator is supposed to have faith that things will work out. And then they just happen. And it should just happen. It's like very much like. You're like, um, yeah, you know, I really want to, I think you use the example of me, Nicholas Cole. Yeah. So I'll just, like, mind my business, do my artsy art, um, and, you know, maybe somebody will comment on my art, and then that person will know Nicholas Cole, and then Nicholas Cole will see my art, and then Nicholas Cole will contact me. Even though all she did was just vibe out, you know? Literally me with the fucking Barbie Pegasus when I was hyper fixating on it the night before, and then I went to Goodwill the next day. So then the manifester is very much, you have to take steps towards it. So if I was like, I want to meet Nicholas Cole, what would I do would be like, to contact him. I would have to contact him or contact somebody that would get me to him. And I would have to take little steps in hopes that manifestation would come to it. I have to, I have to start the wheel, basically. The wheel is already turning for a generator, but the manifestor has to start it. And the most important part of the manifestor is you have to inform. So like, for instance, how we were talking about, like if I move out, like I have to make sure I'm informing the people that this is going to affect to ease the transition. Well, True. Manifest it. Yeah, we this don't girl manifest. on Twitter I was talking about was saying that it's like, as a manifester or a manifest generator, like, you are never going to feel 100% ready for a step. They're like, you need to really sit there and think about it. Mm-hmm. You will only feel 80%, but your 80% has to be your 100%. Yeah. You will never feel 100%. Mm-hmm. The difference with mine is that if I was a pure generator, then I would purely never manifest. I would just only do things because they feel good um, and things just work out. But because I'm a manifester generator, I do a mix of both. So I need to tell people about my ideas, just like the way manifestors do. Like, my, I'm Kaylin. I'm starting this art business on Etsy, and I want you to help me hold me accountable for the next week, or just talk to me about it, help me brainstorm. But I should, as a generator, I should be doing it based off of what I emotionally feel compelled to do. They said that generators feel so impatient and impulsive, and that they feel like they need to be in a certain place at a certain time. So when they force themselves to do something, they burn themselves out compared to if they just work on um like mm-hmm. inspiration if they just work on inspiration their inspiration will lead them to the field of work that will make them work all the time honestly you know what I'm since i you know started my adult life because that's kind of where my life really began if we want to be honest people um i would say that it felt very much like a a hound sniffing out like intuitively where to go with it being still super vague and like making very split second or impatient decisions about where to go and i feel like 
each one of those decisions and I, that's just what everybody says in life they're like oh i i wouldn't change anything about my past because it wouldn't have gotten me to where i am today but like it felt like a bit of that like when i was making those choices it, i was driving up here like the intuitive like that's how it felt to me the manifest generator description you just said on how i got to here Well, I also am talking about like even the choosing to leave uh, Alabama, the college I was going to first, like that was a very intuitive decision because, you know, the generator answer, like without the manifester would have just been to stay there because it would have been free and I would have had a degree and well it's not even that too no, even not, the, generator, not, if yeah, the generator could have been like even if you chose to stay there something would have happened to make you leave because that's yes. what you wanted so the way manifesting oh. technically since we're manifesting generators we have both sides so how about we just explain the difference between a manifester and a generator instead of a mix if you're a manifester if you want to get out of the shithole that you're in you have to make direct contact with something as a generator you have to make small steps that makes sense. I did not understand that the first time you guys pitched it. She didn't say last name. And it's an art school. I was like, so I don't even know if I'm going to get in. I don't even know if I'll like it, but I'll go do a, what's it called? Where you walk around? A tour. A tour. And I had not made any solidified decisions about the school. I was just like, let's just see what happens. And that's the generator mindset. Let's just see what happens, but in the direction of things you like. So I was like, I like art school. It looks like a cool building, and they have really cool studios. That's all I knew. But Mm -hmm. manifestors have to inform themselves about everything before they make decisions. Well, it's not everything. A a lot of things. A lot of things. But manifestors are like that, too, because the only way they directly make contact with something is when they research a lot about it. See, it was even saying, like, even if I'm contacting someone to get me that contact, it doesn't have to be, like, direct with that person. I know, but most of the time it's faster than a generator. A generator will start doing something that they don't entirely know how to do. Mm. Like, the manifestors are kind of better at researching a topic in depth. Like, if Ryan and I were both... Uh, graphic designers like of course I'm not saying that she would just need to contact one person in her life and she'd be set for life but I'm saying like the way she contacts other people might be a such a straight shot compared to how I might just like intuitively float around and it takes me to where I magically need to go yeah and I've always described my life as I've never just really thought about it if it's what I I do have the manifester part though it's the mix well so I, I told about what I want but I also just kind of happen to get there but girl I'm telling you like I know you guys, like, had to film me on on parts I didn't know, but that's what I'm telling you. My experience with leaving UWA was very similar to you going to CIA because I didn't even get accepted into CIA when I chose to drop UWA and send my emails. Like, I was, I, I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to start going in that direction magically. And, a, girl, I could have not gotten fucking a, get accepted and had to go somewhere else here in Ohio or, like, go back to Alabama. I mean, 
Mm -hmm. I didn't even have a tour. I I looked online and I was like, this looks like a really cool school. Mm-hmm. And neither of us knew that you had to apply to your fucking major yes, when we I, went. That's how much I didn't know is that I showed up on student acceptance day, not even knowing I had to apply to my own fucking major for the next year. Mm-hmm. If I would have done more research, I probably would have went to a different art school. I probably would have gone to a visiting oh, really? Yeah, we would have been like, that sounds fucking dumb. Let's go find a place where we could just learn off the bat. And a place that just has a better curriculum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. I also think it. that it really reflects your like your astrological chart really well. Even oh, if this girl, well. I, I need to send you this girl on Twitter that I was reading, but she was talking about like Virgo risings and how they very much dream manifest energy. Oh, absolutely. And I think that like even just parts where you're reading more in detail about it, I was like, that feels like my chart. Like when I read my chart, it tells me that shit all the time. Well, look yours up and we'll, we'll read you your things. It also talks about what to notice oh, when, I have you some are, of Kaylin. when you are unaligned in your life. So because mine and I are both solar plexus ruled, which so are you. Um, the feeling of frustration is a sign that you are not living the life you need to live. Like, literally, feeling frustrated like you've tried everything and everything's not working. Well, for you, that's not how things are supposed to go. Things are supposed to work if you're doing the method that they're asking you to do, which means you're not doing the method that a manifestor generator needs to I have your, your strategy is to respond. Your not like self-seed is frustration. Um, my, my strategy is to is, inform. Oh, re- oh, mine's to respond. So you respond to your emotions or your environment. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, yeah, and then you're you're not self seen with frustration and your profile is three five, like the symbol you have. I have a three five. Oh. Um, and the cool thing is is since her strategy is to inform, her profile talks about how she will get things done when she tells people what to do, but her biggest resistance will be people who tell her she can't do it. Yeah, doesn't that so, sound like my astrological chart and like my whole so life? When yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be a fashion designer. Uh, no you're not. Yeah. So she comes to us and said, I want to start a podcast. And both you and I responded emotionally, I would like to do a podcast too. That gave her the confidence to move forward. And that gave us the interest to want to go along. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what was I going to say? Um, the environment part you guys talked about and the frustration, I quite relate to that. Colin recently, like, hold on, hold on. Mariah, I know you're going to yell at me. Hold on. Um, my coworker at work currently, the Scorpio one, pissed me off Friday with a comment she said very last like I didn't work all day basically because I have no work to do I didn't get in trouble for that she just was approaching me and like I didn't know a terminology and she was being very condescending about me not knowing it and like commenting on my training when my boss says I'm doing just fine um and I didn't respond shittily but I did come home and vent to Colin about it because she's a very power hungry um used to be preschool fucking teacher but whatever um, and Colin's like, well, think about this. You don't get to do, or you don't do a lot of work this summer. Like, you get paid money for free, and you have to deal with one bad coworker. You know, he's like, compare it, you know, comparing it to Walgreens and that environment. It's just like, if I don't let that trip me up and get in my energy and hate this job, like, because of one fucking person that works there, I can still love this job. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, when I meant to respond emotionally, I mean, like, in regards to what you want to be doing. So, like, um, oh, I thought you meant, like, respond to my environment. It's more like when you feel unhappy with your life, it's a sign that you need to change. So frustration, I don't mean casual frustration, like, oh, this person pissed me off. When you feel like you are at a dead end in your life and nothing's working, like, you felt frustrated being at Walgreens. Yeah, that's dead end. You tried ten different ways to make Walgreens work in your life, right? And mm-hmm. it wasn't making, it, it was, like, overall frustration, not, like, I'm frustrated with this one person at this one moment in time. Anytime you showed up to Walgreens, 
you were frustrated. Right? You don't have to cut to Walgreens, part, by the way. So that's what I'm saying is like, since right now, overall, are you frustrated with your life? No. Then you're living in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Got that it. That is what they're saying. Got it. That makes sense. I think I need to just talk to you guys more, uh, astrology outside the podcast so that I can get in the flow. Cause you know, generally I can misunderstand what you say sometimes. <laughs> That's crazy. I believe it. And we're doing spells and shit. Yep. So watch out. We should come for you. Not you, the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kaylin. What's up? Well. What did uh what did you have us watch this week, dude? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) What what did I make you guys watch this week? Colin was watching some of it with me, and he said, yeah, he told me I should have not been watching that as a child. The first pair of titties, I was like, say the title of the movie, because I have a lot to say about this fucking movie. Uh, we watched the interview, uh, in, in, we watched an interview with a vampire. I think it's an interview. An interview with a, like, vampire. Or, yeah, it's not the interview, it's an interview. I'm sure. There's a TV show that's out right now, like a I saw that. I saw that. I was like, well, who the fuck are you? I was like, hope they don't watch the wrong thing tonight. But I, you said 19 something. So, a little bit of family drama, and I'm not going to say who, because we're on pod talk, and even if they find it, this family member does not matter enough that, like, if they figure out it's them, whatever. They allow children to watch movies they should not be watching. That is why one of my, you know, other family members, I feel like, is a little desensitized to life. Um, But that's... um, I watched a lot of stuff I was not supposed to be watching at a young age. Literally with this adult in the room while I was a child. <laughs> but you know what? This movie still... That's the first time I saw a full frontal pussy, though. Like, fuzzy <laughs> pussy. Yeah, yeah. listen, the bar was low for Little Kid Me. I remember all the films that I would fucking go back to to see boobies when I, like, was a child. Hey, listen, half of the movies, half of the movies... Half of the movies are from conservative libraries well, that know, that had titties. Yeah, I Roadhouse. God, there's one on the tip of my tongue, but it's a football movie, and the teacher's a stripper. Uh, tip of my tongue. Uh, that sounds uh, conservative, though, doesn't? Okay. Um. I love vampire lore. I think that there's always hey, a twist. Hey, 
I will say the first time I watched it, I was a lot more into it than the second time I watched it. And I think it is purely the concept of the, which I actually thought it was cool when I was a kid. I was like, whoa, because I was a kid, like a kid, like child that's so sad that like she can't grow up. But like, we'll get to that in a second. Watching it as an adult, I felt like some of the scenes just weren't necessary, even if they were trying to push that like, oh, well, she's not a child in her mind. Like it gets into Paimon (laughs) territory. Mm-hmm. His, this movie's gay. Did you know that? Have you even read the book? Did I I was already gonna get. I was listen. Galen, he's gay with the stats. They have sex. It's a queer movie. It's automatically on the top ten. I already was going to get to the queer parts. Okay, we're just making sure. We're gonna get to the queer parts. If Kayla doesn't like this movie, why? Why does she not like it? No, I. I felt like kind of the conversation we had about the 80s and the way it was filmed yeah. like it was the 90s and so like all the women were victims which like when I was a kid I didn't care I was like oh my god vampires like you uh, know water. Uh, sure. all the, what do you mean, all the women were victims like, like, like there was no like women vampire like that were like yeah but like I'm okay hold on I was just saying that like all the women had to be very sexually killed off, which, like, that is a vampire-y, like, thing to do. They want, they, listen, the reason they like blood is because it tastes and because it's warm. And they can How can you make easily. somebody the warmest you can before you kill them? You turn mm. them off. <laughs> okay, like, okay, but, like, wait. Okay, but, like, wait. And, 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 and vampires are supposed to be able to seduce people easily. Yeah, Men that's happening. We kill people okay. that easy, I'm just saying, when I watched it the second time and as an adult, listen, I just, I thought... Like the little kid kiss scene, I thought that was weird. I thought like, listen, wait till we get to those. We can cut to this part, but you guys are already questioning me. Like, it, this was phenomenal. Why didn't you like it? Exactly what happened at the beginning? Like, no, him, let's start him, at the, the beginning. Very early. Let's start. All right. Oh, yeah, so okay. Ahead. Let me let us start. You can even cut yeah, whatever parts. I will. Well, yeah. No, I will. I just you were asking me questions, so I was answering them. Okay. So listen. Yeah. Um, if you want to cut that and begin it, the question that's okay. fine. Okay. Um, so, what'd you guys... I'm trying! <laughs> I'm trying. Alright, hold on. Cut that. Alright. <laughs> Just had to make sure you catch that later. Um So what did you guys think of the film? You said you read the book? No. No, we didn't. Okay. We're going to. I looked up the book on articles. We're going to. To because here's the thing. Uh, Ryan can say what her response is. Obviously we're gonna go into depth about all the things we all what we liked about the movie. But overall, when I was watching the movie, I thought they were flirting with each other at the beginning. It was not enough for me to confirm that they were gay because they never mm-hmm. kissed each other. But he he would refer to him as his partner and that he wanted him for a lifetime partner. So I didn't think it was romantic, but I also thought, why are you looking for a man partner? So mm-hmm. I kind of thought it was gay. But until we got to the end where Claudia was dead um, and the Armand was flirting with him. Mm-hmm. Was that was... Like, like, that was a confirming... They would get so close to each other. So then I started thinking, 
he literally was like, I, I was don't want like, to if I wanted to, but I don't. So was it Saturday? Because he kind of acted similar. Not and he was even like, Thursday. we're her parents. I will say that Lestat did not act as thirsty as Armand did, at least in the scenes that they showed. Where Armand was like, so that's Lestat shed a tear when he moved in. The whole point of why I was confused that they were gay in the beginning is because they didn't make Lestat yeah. as flirty as Armand was. So then when I started seeing how they were talking to each other when Lestat was, you know, like, crippled in that house and he was mm-hmm. like, officially breaking up with him, he was like, I just want you. I was like, this is gay! And then I completely had a different opinion about the whole movie. And our main character is bisexual, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't in then. And I was like, this is so fucking good. When you add okay. the extra layer, there was so much more depth. I was going to make betrayal. jokes about shipping the characters, but like... I did not. I did not know there was canonical facts out there. Yeah. No, they are the book. The whole reason Lestat chooses Louis is because he thinks he's so beautiful and he wants to have him, kind of like a bird in a cage kind of thing. That's mm. what I've read in the article so far. Oh yeah, he's a very possessive character. To have sex with him and live the rest of his, you know, immortality with Louis. And Louis, obviously, he started off. He was just like a wife and he's a human. But when you're a vampire and you're you know, you know, you're gonna live forever. Why not try things? Because in the books, it was saying that the vampires were not homophobic; they weren't racist. For some reason, in the movie, they kind of acted racist, like they were referring to people as slaves. But in the books, the main character's black. Louis is black in the book. Really? Lestat's white. He's like, I don't care if you're black. And the whole point of the book is that Lestat's trying to show Louis that vampires aren't as bad as you think they are because they don't um, conform to gender norms they don't think they don't care about oh we need to have a book club it's easy to like fight over our differences so that we can gain power and fucking shit Yeah. Again, with the 90s, too, why couldn't we have a fucking black main character? Like, you know what? Yeah. I was getting so confused towards the end of the movie that I was getting pissed off, dude. Like, I didn't know this at all. The story is so good. And I thought it was cool that Louis, after he became a vampire, started experimenting with his sexuality, which is something he never would have been able to do being mortal. And probably never would have known in his mortal life that he was bisexual. Because he obviously Mm -hmm. got with Lestat and in the books was really into him and then tried to leave him. But then he falls in love with Claudia and he, the whole point is his relationship with Lestat is toxic and and his relationship with Claudia is very okay. We'll get to the child part. Right? <laughs> yeah, but we'll get there. His relationship with Claudia has nothing to do with appearances or like um, uh, possessing each other. Like if you notice the way they were talking yes. about the movie, they were very free and confident with one another. She was never telling him to do anything. She always accepted him for who he was. Never tried to change him. And Lestat was always like, "You're too sexual." But then he liked that about him, so it was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, putting him down, but also Everyone finding loved him because of the yeah. But when Lestat couldn't use that ounce of humanity yeah. for his own benefit, that's when he would attack him. And you can see him do that with Claudia when he's so 
um, outwardly pointed out that she had no endowment. Well, so also that started when. I did like that part of the movie where she started standing up. Like, what do you think about that part? Because like he actually treated her like a doll until she called him out for it, and, and then he started bullying her. Also, for the characterization point, picking back, piggybacking off of that, like when they were killing that one girl on stage, I'm not saying this is a correct point of view, but it makes sense for how a vampire can rationalize it because they're like, you can yeah, die at any point. Like, your life is so in- in- insignificant compared to what we can live. What's it matter when you died, whether you're now or later? There's so many humans compared to Yes. Just because they think that way, I think that Scott was one of the worst vampires we came across. A very narcissistic one. One that used to, like, his powers for evil and, and like, he was all like, I'm going to give you the choice. The choice, my yeah, dream, and everything. Yeah, I'm going to He didn't really give him the choice. He, like, he killed him. But it was him, because he was, he was just in love with him. him so much. He literally was like, I'll give you a choice. Uh, and make it in choices. You either die right now or you drink my blood and become a vampire. Which one? Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Death or death. And, and he was like, the choice, and he didn't even get to think. He bit him. He's yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, too, because he was a suicidal character before that moment that, like, I kind of maybe even, he was just like, what's there yeah. to lose? Like, it, it could have been a 50-50 decision. Like, he, flip of the coin, would have killed himself or, like, let's fucking find out, like. Mariah, what did you uh, think of the film? No, I'm just teasing you. Um, I liked it a lot. It was funny because I was telling Cindy every time, it's so interesting, every vampire film or media that exists, there's always like a twist on the lore of the vampire. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like Twilight with all these special powers. Like, they just, and they, 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 the sparkly skin. But even they did have powers in this one. They just talked about mm-hmm. that. I wish they would have went a little in more depth. Uh-huh. It's easier for romances with humans. Y'all, gra- Grandma, watch it too. Grandma watched it, yeah. Um, immediately we were watching it. I was glad because Brad Pitt is in it. Which... And we asked her halfway, we said, Is there a romance? And she went, She's seen it before. <laughs> Blonde hair, I know. He did not look good. There was like one angle where he looked good. Yeah, it was one angle. <laughs> did you get like when he danced with the corpse, the mom, corpse? Yeah, that was funny. Um, <laughs> I, no, I didn't like it, but it was funny. Um, 
I like that it took place. I don't know where the modern day was. They didn't date where like the beginning of the film started off, like the interview. I think nineteen eighty something ish. Uh, I do love that it was like a story of interviewing him, which at the end was crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like that it went all the way back to the seventeen hundreds. Like they could have gave it an earlier date, but I like that it was like this long endeavor of a story. Yeah. Talking about like the struggles that it was to be a vampire. That I think that mm-hmm. people wouldn't actually say was a struggle. Yeah, I I like the interview format yeah. too. Um, when you hear the title, like you're like interview with a vampire could literally mean anything, but it's like a modern day interviewer who's yeah. like, tell and me so about your life. Twist of how to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt was amazing. We talked about him very much. They oh showed him when he did lighting. He'd be like, oh my god, Brad Pitt. And I was like, how did Brad Pitt and Angela Jolie end up together? How did two mm-hmm. fine people end up together? All my childhood, I was listening to say Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Out of all, uh, I always heard Orlando Bloom, mm-hmm. and I always heard Brad Pitt. Besides Orlando Bloom, I think all those people are canceled, kind of in a way. Uh huh. Yeah. He's the last one. I don't know. He had a very generic face to me when I was a kid. Uh, right. Mm hmm. You liked that they all had long hair, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when they were trying to like put, pop that vein, that blue vein in their face to show that they're a vampire, like. I don't know. Sometimes people fuck up vampires more. They also had four fangs. Did you notice that? I did notice that. Vampire noir. Well, so one of the reasons I like this film. Uh, shut up. Are you making fun of me stuttering? Oh. Um. Yeah, that was one of the reasons I fucking liked Twilight. <laughs> uh, I was already a wolf go- girl from Twilight Princess. So they got, they got in uh, we got wolves and vampires in this movie. Hell yeah! But um, Twilight. Yeah, everything. Everybody. I'm sorry, I keep stuttering. Everybody has their take on vampires. Yeah. Um, and they're always different. And something I did like about this movie when I first watched it was, um, it had the classic gothic horror esque to it, like the way that they dressed. And the idea of bloodthirsty vampires, because... They were very extreme. I was like, I don't think I've seen a vampire film where they're that bloodthirsty. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in Magic the Gathering, I did want to mention this little pun, but um, there's two kinds of vampires notable to me when I'm playing the cards. Um, you have uh, five colors in Magic. The color black for the cards. Um, the vampires are very elegant and luxurious and... Uh, you know, bat-like. Oh, we're just Dracula, you know, whatever. Float away. All of the red cards in Magic the Gathering that are vampires, they're very much bloodthirsty, crazy, like, the eyes glowing red, I'm going to kill you, they have blood dripping onto their, like, beautiful dresses. Oh, they can kill you, but, like, I'm saying that... It's the artwork in the cards. So in the black cards, it'll, it'll show, like, a vampire, you can tell he's a vampire, obviously, but he's just, like, you know... Yeah, just, like, floating around the sky, like, I'm a vampire. But, like, all the red cards, like I said, they have, like, blood dripping on their, like, beautiful 
Victorian dresses and going crazy. Like, and this is one of those movies where it feels like that kind of vampire, like crazy. I will say we already mentioned for a second, but the whole not being able to drink dead blood. I felt like, although that was such cool lore, love it, A plus. Mm-hmm. I Mm-hmm. How much blood can you really? I don't think you even need a lot of blood before your heart stops. I think it's like a pint, right? It's probably more than pint. Uh, we're idiots anyway. <laughs> I, I know that when you get blood, you're going through so much. So like, imagine like how much blood can you really get a person versus how much is actually in you? Before yeah. Your heart stops. I know. So I I felt so I think like for the wrist and not for the veins. When I was thinking of the lore while watching, I was like, damn, that sucks. Because you always no mm-hmm. wonder they have to kill so many so often. I think they just bite hard. Every animal's heart works differently, so... Yeah, some, like, chicken with its head cut off, you know what I mean? He gets the, he gets the blood out of the rat directly and drinks it from the glass. I guess the rat was alive when it's squeezing it, so it's, like, not dead blood yet. What I'm saying is every animal dies differently. We can eat animals that can, our heart stops quicker mm-hmm. than others, but um, because we don't know for sure how long it takes a rat's heart to stop yeah. while they drink the blood, mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, well, it makes sense to me, because I don't know the actual... Yeah, I was thinking at first, like, I was just how did you guys feel about watching them hunt and kind of play with their food vibes you know what i mean like it was i thought it was hilarious I was like, I what every- <laughs> well no i not i look hilarious but, like i told Kinsey, i was like i love how vampires like one of the main story with vampires is always that they're the least seductive beings hypnotizing they can yeah hypnotizing for crazy do anything and that that's how it was they were just playing with them in that sense it wasn't like they were like bullying them they were just like i'm here to, like, sometimes they did yeah but like when you're alive for hundreds of years <laughs> you, you can just look someone in the eye and be like come here and you get what you want you have to have fun after a while yeah i think i'm specifically like asking uh, the uncomfortable deaths like where <laughs> they knew they were going to die like you know what i mean because sometimes there was a couple of characters where they knew they were about to die and yeah the titty and then like the one girl on stage like I I felt differently watching it, but like I see where you're like watching the fight, not humorously for me, but it was just kind of like you could tell Lestat was just trying to use it as a power yeah. move, and that part was like kind of the oh that's why he's doing I was it. Wondering like is is Lily gonna get it? Because he was really like it's right there, she's right there, just take it. And I was like is he is he gonna get mm-hmm. it? <laughs> like, uh, I was very confused at how I felt because when he would flirt with people, I mean, I didn't like Lestat as much as Lily, so I would imagine Lily being that to me, and I'd be like, oh, I'd fucking yeah. let him. Like, the one girl that Lestat was at the table with, at the beginning. it was right at the beginning, she had long dark hair, she was black with curly, she was really cute, she's all like, look at me, like, show me how deep your tits would be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she was having such a good time, but then, you know, 
hypnotizing her, but they just keep thinking they're biting her because fish must have a high Hypnotized. No, hypnotized. Oh, was she hypnotized? I think that vampires can hypnotize you. And, like, the only reason she snapped out of her hypnotized state is she saw the blood. Uh, like, I think when they're getting yeah, bit. Oh, I think I'm mixing them up. Sorry. Yes. The one at the beginning, she didn't even know she was going to die. She thought she was like euphoric, enjoying her bite, biting her dopamine that she's dying. I agree. And then she all of a sudden just like limped over. So she died. Oh, I do remember. Oh, they were biting her finger. That's right. They were at that party. I forgot about that one. Mm, don't bite my finger. Bite my neck. I don't care. Not gonna lie, that was the one death that was kind of funny, but. Yeah. Sorry, I was just stretch my neck. Um, something that like okay, this was another thing, and it's a question I had about the film, like a genuine one, not like what you guys thought. Why did we have all these vampires that wanted to kill themselves but then just didn't step out in the sun? Like, if you didn't want to do that, Louis, he was like, I don't want to do this. Okay, he. And then at the end, he uh, he wanted uh, Louis to end his suffering, but apparently that was supposed to be gay, I guess. Um, but, like, I thought he was like, you want to kill him to kill you? We'll talk about that part at the end. Never mind. Oh, yeah. He had a whole identity crisis the whole film. That's true. Louis. But there's there's another vampire too. But I want to talk about it at the end because it happens at the end. So we'll just keep moving on. Sorry, I just was bringing it up because I'm like, why'd you become a vampire? Louis. No. He also, um, Armand was his name, uh, had brought up how he's the oldest living vampire because after a while, vampires are kind of like, I'm a little sick of this, and that they do kill themselves. Yeah, he did do that. So, I mean, I... I think Armand is one of them. Like, he, I think he's suicidal, personally. Are you okay now? I'm okay now. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think Louis truly wanted to die. I think that he was like, what's the point of living? Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I'm throwing away my money. I'm hooking up with, uh, what is it, whores. I was like, damn, we just oh, throw that word around. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did throw that word around. I think it was almost like, he was like, what's happening? And then it's like even more of like, a, do I really want to die? I don't even know what the hell's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's always the question people are going to be like, do I go to hell now? Like, am I a demon forever? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so now we've kind of moved into the phase of the movie where uh, we introduced the little girl. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When I first watched it as a kid, I was like, okay, for the world you set up fictionally, that makes sense. And oh my gosh, she can't grow up. How sad. I could. And then it gets into the conversation of, okay, she is growing up here in the brain, but like, never developed a frontal lobe. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but at the same time, imagine if you yeah. never developed a yeah. frontal lobe, you've lived hundreds of years, yeah. you'd still probably be more mature than like maybe I an 18 year old, like. Absolutely. And she was cool with the blood. She's like, yummy, yummy. Because yeah, <laughs> she's wild, a kid. But, like, she, she also doesn't have a, as much of a sense of morality in life yeah. as Louis would. Oh, shit. <laughs> She was clearly like, oh, she looks like nine or yeah, ten. Nine. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but because that is a child actress in real life, even if vampires did exist, I'd be like, I'd still struggle with how are you attracted to that? How are you, yeah. like, as a child, you could be attracted to her personality, but wouldn't there be, like, a like, yeah. We've had the conversation plenty of times before when we've talked about Genshin as well. It's just like why it's not ever okay. Or even in real life instances of real people who have genetic dis- uh, I don't know if the right word's disability or like uh, Deformed. I don't know if they uh, Yes. And how like understandably that can be very hard to find romance because it's like you have a child body but an adult mind so it's like good luck finding someone who's attracted to children bodies that's not a pedophile which like it's a very weird conversation fictionally i understand her character and that's not the part that i guess i didn't like i kind of just like watching it when i saw the kiss i didn't like the kiss at all i was like that didn't feel necessary to the story like i was even fine with the coffin like with them sleeping together it gave me kinsey with her you know dad vibes where like uh the picture of you crawling up on mark and like sleeping on him you think they were romantic? oh so i have a problem with that there were times where she still acts childlike we talked about it like there were some times where she still was like having these temper tantrums that a child would have the lack of that frontal lobe really carried through Mm-hmm. Never tried to make him be somebody 
that he wasn't. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm bloodthirsty. You don't have to be, and that's okay. Like, I love you for who you are. 100%. Keeping your wraps. <laughs> Keeping your wraps, Rosa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really sweet. I honestly wish they would have never made her a child and just made her, like, an adult in this book or in this movie. Yeah, like, it's like the... very sweet just to not have to deal with that aspect. Their vampire lore with turning someone requires your mortal body to die and then... You know, which technically that is vampire, not alive anymore. But, like, they really focused on the turning part of, oh, she's dying. She's dead. Now she's a vampire. Like, they really focused on that part because now they're like, since her child body died, it can't grow up. But I'm just kind of like, Renee Smith gets to grow up. Why, why are we? <laughs> That's true. You know, when I was a kid, I thought she was dying. Like, I don't know. The way I remember the movie. If she had had it. Yeah, let her grow up, then turn her. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very weird, like, concept. I feel like we're all on the same page about it, but, like, to continue on with, like, the, like, story of it, like, what did you guys think about their, like, whole identity crisis? They're like, we need to go fucking find out, like... Oh, it was after. What did you guys think when he came back? Wasn't that freaky? I was honestly not. I wasn't, I wasn't as surprised. I was like, there's no way that's like, it's that easy to kill him. We didn't know the true vampire rules, so we were asking I ourselves. Can't. Why didn't y'all burn him? Y'all I mean, gave him. Burning is like an every lore, so I was kind of like, I guess. That's I, what like, we I saw saying. the blood. In she's the water? like, she's like, the swamp. We, we were sort of saying, Brian and I, we were like, we're kind of worried because can he really die if they don't burn him? But we don't know the true rules of the vampire world there. So we're like, maybe. And to be fair, they didn't either because Lestat gave them no information. And he probably did that for a child. Mm-hmm. And he came back, and he was gross looking, <laughs> and they caught him on fire, and he was crawling on the ceiling. <laughs> it was really funny to watch. I, I liked the part, like, eerily. I liked it when he was playing the piano, and the thing was in his face, and you couldn't see him all the way. You were like, holy yeah, shit. The Voltaire, that's what I thought. Twilight got their lore from this movie. But yeah, they, they traveled like everywhere. He's like, we traveled to every country and we couldn't find anything, so I thought I'd go back to the home of 
where he knew the the origin of vampires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said he'd always wanted to go play yeah. with it in general. Because it was also technically, like, culturally where New Orleans was kind of founded yeah, in, like... Actually, that's why I stopped now. I didn't think he did it because that's where vampires were from. Mm-hmm. He said New Orleans is from Paris. They mm-hmm. took a lot of the culture from Paris. Obviously, add in the southern shit that they ran into yeah. when they got there. But, you know... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's literally a whole mix. Um, I, so we already kind of talked about a little bit. You were going to talk about more of the can, but I want to talk about this one point that I thought was interesting. Was that Armand, as we know, yep. is gay for Louis. He wants him really bad. And I found it very interesting that Armand is the leader of all these fuckers and didn't have one fucking hold on any of them. And I was telling Mariah that I felt like it was staged so that they could take Claudia away from Louis so that Armand could steal Louis away. I bet. While looking like his savior. Like, I got you out of this coffin that they put you in. Mm -hmm. We ran out of time. Claudia's dead. Whoopsies. Um, And you probably need a lifelong partner, and I'll take care of you. Like, Mm -hmm. straight up went up to him and was like, said to his face, he was like, you were their leader. You could have made sure Claudia was okay. Mm -hmm. I know why you did this. You want me. And he got all close, and he was like, and maybe I would have been intrigued too, but you took Claudia away from me, so he said, "Fuck off." Yeah, he literally said something on the lines of like, "And if I wanted you, I could, but I don't." I completely misunderstood that scene. Oh, you see? Uh huh. No, here's the thing. I. Oh God, you guys are making the plot make sense. Anyways, <laughs> listen. Okay, going back to just, just that one scene, I thought he Armand wanted Louis to kill him. That's what I thought. No. He wanted his no. ass. No, I'm talking about. I know Armand. And then there's the weird guy that I'm was not. No, not mixed totally, them up. His shoulder length hair, but it was like gray, peppery black. Because he threatened mm-hmm. Louis at one point about about the Mm-mm. last part. He was like, it was the last yeah. scene with Armand and him, and they were like oh, this close to each other. Yeah. yeah. Because he kept saying like, um, they used the the word "end me." They used the word "end me." He's like, "You wanted me to end you," like you know, or like something like that. You wanted to use me to end... I, it could have been your suffering. I don't know. Like, maybe it was the way it was worded. I was like, he wants to kill him. Yeah, Armand was pussy for that. Armand was like so thirsty, willing to kill his whole, whole, well, his lifelong partner, but he killed his whole crew too. He said, "You know what?"
why you let, because remember, Armand said, when they're walking in, because he's going to start flirting, and then he's like, you knew what I was going to do, you knew I was going to kill her when he finally sees Roman, he was like, they knew they had, they had someone killed from the picture, and of course, he's like, he's also like, I showed up for you, didn't I? Yes, so then, he started breaking it down to him before he was flirting, and he's like, I know why you did this, I know why you killed Claudius, I know why you didn't tell them, I'm not fucking stupid, and he flirted with him, and he's like, that's cooler. Okay, I, I, my attention span towards the end of the plot, like no, no, the whole second half, because I was like, okay, cool, I vampire identity crisis, cool, and they're studying and traveling countries, and then when they got to that whole place, I was just like, what is going on? Why is Armand like, uh, yeah, I was joking in my brain. I was like, haha, this was made in the nineties. No way, this could be gay. I can't wait to joke yeah, and if say like. Yeah, like I think that. Yeah, maybe if it wasn't so implied, it would it would have been clear because then I was like, I was gonna come to you guys and literally be like, hey, when I was a kid, I didn't know what the plot was because I was a kid, but now I'm an adult, I don't know what the plot is still like. Um, but also, last thing I wanted to mention, um, well, I guess there's two more scenes in second life. I think they call it kill Claudia, uh, quite brutally. Uh, they didn't even, like, make Louis almost save her when he opens the door and then the sunlight was on her too long and she was dead. Did you like his acting when he opened the door and saw Claudia? He literally was like, (gasps) Yeah, he hit the wall. Colin actually, he was saying that that scene was, like, really good and the way that they did the ash, too, was, like, really good. Mm-hmm. I was like, he didn't even get to like be there minutes before she got hit by sun. Like she was just already to ash before he even opened the door. Yeah, every character they killed off, like obviously the set wasn't dead, but at the time they thought he was dead. Everybody they killed off was so brut- brutally like they didn't even have time to like. Mm-hmm. That woman didn't get to be a vampire for more than a night. <laughs> Also, in a way, here's the thing. Did they love each other? Yes. And was he sad that she was dead? Yes. But I also... What? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that, like, it's a very sad, immortal life to be a child your whole life. And here's the thing. A lot of humans died. They've killed a lot of humans. What, what do you mean, I'm saying that, like, all vampires, like... You're be- saying she okay. to burn no, she's saying they live hundreds of years. How sad is it they live hundreds of years like that when these other... Hu- she's arguing that humans only need to live so long. That's her argument. Well, also, that... There's not that many vampires. It's just how it works. But, <laughs> that's all the We don't know how many vampires there are in the world. They were insinuating... Also, 400 for a vampire is not that long. It's a crime. Gotcha. That, like, the, like uh, not Armand, the other guy... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like he was like, it's really bad. You should not be doing that. And he was like, Don't read my mind. He's like, well, I didn't kill it, so. Yeah, he's like, I didn't kill whoever the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> he was so sensitive. So what I'm saying is, I don't care if he's 
The point, hold on. The point. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My point as well, which this is where we love Louis because he has this ounce of humanity. The ounce of humanity he has is he knows being a vampire is wrong and evil and killing people is wrong and evil. So with that said, I'm not saying, oh, they deserved to die, but I'm saying that like, that little girl killed lots more people than, like, her one life was. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, if you were to bring up the fact of how many people she killed, yeah, but vampires have to kill people to keep dogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, then kill all of them. They all have killed I'm not, thousands of people. I'm saying that, like, you can't, no, what I'm, I'm not sad. You, that's the issue. The issue is, Kaylin, is that you, in this fantasy world, and I'm not talking about in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink that blood or eat rodents. Okay, she was gonna kill some life, whether it was rodent or human. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, because she killed thousands of people to eat, that her one life mm-hmm. basically meant nothing because she killed thousands. That's like how vegetarians come again yelling at you for eating meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what, Kaylin? You killed so many cows. How rude you you deserve to die. No, and I, I get that. It's it's, it's but she used to be human as well. Here's the thing. I was just saying she's an immortal child, <laughs> like. If I was turned into a vampire as a child, and then, like, let's say I was 35, I was like, damn, no titties. I'd go step into the sun. That's a sad life. Just because you think it's a sad life, and she's had a sad life, doesn't mean she wanted to die. Mm -hmm. You're basically forcing the suicide on her, where you're like, well, if I was sad that I didn't have titties, I would just... Maybe maybe the thought of her character... Maybe the thought of her character, like, just in general, is uncomfortable that I'm like, okay, now there's not a child vampire. That's good to know. I think that's what it is. She can't she help that. Right with the fact that she's a child vampire and that was against the law. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same scene, they were literally had a child they fed off of. Yes. Oh yeah, that was she fucked. Would eat whole families of babies and children. Yeah, so like, like you remember when Lestat? Remember when Lestat, Louis, and Claudia yeah. invited that family over and there was a straight-up newborn, a two-year-old, and like some other children, and then the family. They ate all of them. Like as in they drank all their blood. How much blood you give so to that like, six-month-old? That's when we were that watching rude. the movie and the whole. Oh, Harry Woods and people tried saying, you should have never made her a child. You should have never done that. I was like, bull fucking shit, because y'all be eating. Y'all nipping this little child over here. Also, to be the only argument I'll give them is that a child vampire is, in theory, easier for them to get discovered. I would just, my main concern, though, is you saw, you go, or sorry, you watch Claudia go through this whole, um, uh, what's the word? dysmorphia on the fact that she will never get to grow up she will be stuck in this child body forever while even though she doesn't have a frontal lobe i she matures more than any fucking 10 year old will ever yeah yeah and she just has a temper tantrums like that's literally it just shorter you know fuse but um i'm saying that like that's why you shouldn't turn a kid into a vampire that's the main reason Out of all the stuff, maybe yeah. suffer a little bit, but I just don't think it makes sense that you're going to reprimand him by killing her when she obviously doesn't want to die. Out of all the stuff you said, before you just said, before you just said that, out of all the stuff you said, 
I was going to say the one thing you sold me about is the fact that she didn't want to die. She's like, this sucks, but you know what? This is my fucking life. I'm a vampire kid. Like, she didn't want to die. She was just like, this is what it is. She's Why didn't they hide under their skirt? The UVA rays. Oh, what? I feel like they should have kept it. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know how. I would have liked to know. I don't know the lore. Maybe the geek's the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really know. I like the podcast because when we get into depth about this, I learn more plot than I ever would have watched it on my own. I was like, can we do Twilight instead? Yeah. Oh, I was about to. I, oh, I wasn't wrapping up. Oh, wait. But I was going. You know why I remember to do this part? Because I wanted to ask you guys, what the fuck was that helicopter for a second there? Um. Yeah, that was kind of confusing. He was like, the search, the search lights are back, and I was like, what are they fucking searching for? And then it goes away. Yeah. Why and I did state that in this alternate universe, um, you know, the vampire one, that he said he wants to be free of Lestat and like kind of like their way of living and just like live the rest of his life. So if there was a chance for him to work on his vampire depression and be happy about living, then I'd let the man live. But depending on how much we know he's depressed and if he's even capable of, you know, releasing kind of like that regret and losing his body and losing tons of people he loves, you know what I'm saying? Then I'd say just go kill yourself. I mean, they didn't like, really As a tell vampire, us. they didn't tell us... So I think it's supposed to be an open ending. Maybe he did, because it did kind of feel like the point of the interview was a confession. It felt like that, 100%. Mm-hmm. So this, like, open-ending world, his intention is to kill himself. We'll have to read the book to see if he will. Yeah, the so, book yeah. The book might maybe insinuate more or you'll get more of his thought process. something yeah. towards the end. Because I can't imagine Louis choosing to continue living his life knowing that the stats after him mm-hmm. when... First of all, he doesn't even want to live as a Yeah, why didn't Lestat die? Why didn't he die? Yeah. I don't understand. He was literally burned. He was maybe, literally burned. Maybe what happened is that Louis and Claudia, because I was going to put the book out, maybe him and Claudia got out and then Lestat managed to get the fight out on him. I don't fucking know. I, I, okay, well, also, when he was burning the vampires, the Voltari, he was also chopping them. So there's that. So maybe... Well, some of them, he, he might have checked, like, okay, those those ones burn, you chop, like, I don't know. But, hold on, uh, just real quick. Okay, 
he held withheld information about vampires. I'm sure Lestat knew a lot more yeah. that he didn't even say necessarily what dead blood does. He it apparently doesn't kill vampires, but it wasn't very good. Um, it probably just really fucks you up for a couple hundred years. Like, yeah. So I bet that like he withheld information that made it hard to kill him like on purpose. So that's why he keeps coming back. I'm just confused. That that part confused me too, because I'm like, you're telling me in all that time, your little creepy ass that can sneak into cars quietly enough, you couldn't have snuck up on someone and drink their blood. No, I'm talking about like, okay, because we had a huge time jump from like that time period in Paris all the way to the 80s. Yeah, I'm referring to when you look young. Oh, maybe Louis seeing him was like a kick in the butt. Like, all right. That's believable. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy you guys. I was pissed off as much as you guys were. Did you listen? Did you listen? He's like, that's some cool power. Imagine how, because here's the thing, when he got got by Lestat, I was like, that's what you're asking. That's what you're asking. But if you would have given me that, I would have been like, oh no. Like, if you, like, you know what, that, you know, you wouldn't think an immortal life would be that painful. And then he leaves and he's like, oh fuck, I'm immortal. Like, which. That was funny. Uh huh. That was pretty funny. No, he pulled it out and then put on a track. Yeah, yeah he yanked it out. He said, uh, I've been listening to that for 400 years. Yeek. I know. He was still wearing the frilly. That goes to show how depressed he was. He just literally, like, rocked it out, like, as a rock. Um, bring it back. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. That Raul fucking phantom shirt. 
wear those skirts. They yeah. nicely wear those skirts because of Phantom of the Opera and how good mm-hmm. they fucking look. They do. Like, come on. Just do something for the female gays for once. You're a little slutty. Come on. <laughs> Um, I, I'm surprised you guys liked it because when I watched it and missed all that fucking plot, like not just the gay part, but I'm physically, I was like, what, what is happening towards the end? And then when it, they lost me, I was like, damn, I don't like it no more. And you guys brought me back. I will be watching it again and we will rewatch it all together and you will understand the part. So the part where I say, say, would you guys share this with someone else? You'd be like, yeah, bitch, you again. Cause you <laughs> clearly missed your own movie. You missed your own movie. <laughs> I think it's funny too how I liked it as a kid purely because it was vampires and tits because I didn't understand the plot then either. I was like low-key offended when I was like, Caitlin, just let us explain it. You were like, uh, it's, I'm cool, thanks, bud. And I was like, no. I texted her and I said, I, no, it's literally not bad. I love it. And she was like, you're lying. lying. You're lying. And I was yeah. like, no, it's so good. Oh my God. I, I, like, I think I understood it. No, it's, I'm good. And I was like, just let me explain it, please. I know people <laughs> liked it. Well, after hearing a bit more, I I'm intrigued about the book. Honestly, I'm I like, whoa. That the book's only eight dollars. We should get it and have a book club. We'll have a interview with a vampire part two. Oh like, God. And he's black. Yeah. Like, break. Which is also makes it makes the story a little more interesting because it starts in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. So what is Lizzie's real story? Because there's no way he was a master in the 1700s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that part? <laughs> we didn't talk about it at all. Oh, off, I said, oh, so they're Red flag. The second, the second the film started, they told me, I'm not kidding, any movie I watch and they tell me that it takes place before the 1900s, I'm like, okay, so there's going to be some sort of slave representation in this film. Everybody. Or, or, uh, and fucking. They were burning down the plantation, I was like, yeah, I'm right. We're oh, and then the, 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 the slave I looked at Cynthia, I was like, she's a house slave and she's white as hell. I knew you were going to think that. I knew you were going to. And I was like, damn, you're right. I knew you were going to fucking think that. Um. She came in looking fine. Fucking Twilight, uh, fucking Edward's brother. What's his name? The one who was in the, Jasper. As, yeah, Jasper in the conservative yeah. army. He's like, I was in the, con-, you know. <laughs> the- Why did that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the. <laughs> I can't think of the fucking name. The. I What's the name of the army? I forgot. They lost, so it doesn't matter. But I can't think. of no, there's another name. I don't know, baby. It's not because I don't care about it, I feel like actually bad. I should know that. It's the tip of my tongue. The Union the was uh, the North. Oh, no. Oh, they had the flag. The, uh, the it was Rebel. That's what it's no. called. Why can't I think of what it's called? I feel I should know. This is my history. Whoever gets it first <laughs> gets a star. It's my heritage. I should know. <laughs> Ryan! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Cut it. Hold on. Where's my flute? Yeah, I like Confederate. Confederate. I was Well, when we play Dungeons and Dragons around October time, I'll have to give you guys a gothic horror vampire theme. I just like 
always a scheme, but when they start showing me a bunch of white people in a field, I'm like, there will be a black person there that is a slave or a servant well, or something. Well, what's crazy is I never, I was not thinking about what my perspective would be watching this. I was like, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, they're saying slaves and they're right. And I was like, that's crazy. But, like, I don't know what it would be like to watch a movie like that, knowing that my ancestry, like, I was born. It's yeah, I think the only part was, like, seeing, the, like, the actual slaves being depicted. I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, dances. Yeah, they had voodoo dolls. I think. Yeah. I think what the writers were going for, I'm not saying that, like, they did a very good job even going out and maybe culturally, like, writing it as clearly as it could have been, but, like, uh,. New Orleans is a melting pot of many cultures, including yeah. slaves taken straight from their tribe. So it's like, yeah. you know, not to say that they did it correctly, but I think they were just like, hey, guys, dance very tribal right now. And like, you know, voodoo and but casting no, spells. Because if, if you're talking about the early days of enslavement, there's going to be uh, people who remember their cultural things. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you notice... The French people that were in, or they were straight from France. You could tell by their attire. Like, this is, like, probably right around the beginning of the melting pot. It didn't feel really out of place that they were doing their own rituals to banish whatever monsters they were mm-hmm. around. Because I was like, bro, they're just straight from their own motherland. It makes sense. Yeah. It, it's still, like, I guess. Well, I don't know. If they, yeah. Okay, I'm not saying they uh, visually showed it to whatever accurate things would have happened. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm wondering, too, is with the use of the voodoo doll, I'm wondering if they were mashing shit together just to make it look culturally in Hollywood, or if, like, it was... I, I think it was definitely, like, a mashup just trying to make it look more entertaining for television-type Yeah. But... I've seen, I've seen lots of different cultures in Africa that have really cool extravagant dances, so mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know how culturally yeah. it was to what specific tribe, but I was like, oh, well, that makes sense to me. Also, the way they depicted them as slaves, they were, was it normal for the 1700s? Yeah, that was yeah. You know what's interesting too is I feel like a that I didn't even understand at all like how strict shit was till I was watching films like uh Twelve Years a Slave and shit like that. It's um very misleading in a way when you kind of wash it out that way because then when you like look back on history you're like okay well he was nice to them he was the I guess it wasn't that as bad as it could be I know and it's not that long I don't know it's like when people are like 400 years ago and I can think of people who are 100 years old I'm just like that's not that long yeah What am I thinking of then? It was 400. Oh, yeah, it was 400 years ago because we were talking about the movie and that was 400 years ago. Oh. We were also talking about like when America, how do we even get into America here? Like 
No, it was also around 17... Yeah, that, that was like the beginning of the 1700s, like the end of 1600s. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to just play it through that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I agree. It yeah, does feel... It wasn't even that long ago. My great-grandma was a slave as a child. Mm-hmm. That's fucking insane. Yeah, I think that the, you know... Like, my, my, my old parents weren't allowed so to use the same be, supplies that my people were allowed to use. That's not part of the fair use of my great-grandma. Your great-great-grandma. No, my great-grandma was a slave as a child. My grandma's mom. Oh, so then your grandma's grandma, which is your great-great-grandma, was also a slave. Mm-hmm. But the most recent one is your great-grandma. That's, that's not right. Fucking yeah. shit. I, that's like the slavery. Think about like everything else. Segregation building up. Like my parents oh, yeah, were a part of Yeah. Yeah, it's still, you know. It wasn't like legal segregation, but it was still segregation. They're still trying to pass laws on segregation oh. today, but now we're getting existential. And good, good thing we are, too, because I think yeah, even... Even, no, yeah, yeah. Even with the fucking movie and just talking about how washed down it was, like that scene. Like I remember my grandpa telling me like how not bad the KKK was and how like there was a lot of good parts. And he's like, and you know what? A lot of you know, uh, what was it? Uh, slave masters didn't even treat their slaves that poorly. That's just made up stuff. Like how we heard the. Mm-hmm. I I was sitting. I was sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, in the oh, he tried to justify it with um, ending slavery was bad because um, no, 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 no. He said no. He said <laughs> when it first happened, he said ending slavery was bad because the black people had nowhere to go, so they had to rely on the master still. So they just stayed that's because they wanted to. Because you took took them from their homes, like. Yeah. Because you brought a group of people here that only were told to do one thing and are literally brought to a society where everybody hates them. What other opportunities do they have to make money? Indentured servitude Indentured was long around before slavery. I know it was. Oh, really? So you said you said it was introduced, and I was like, no, it was existing well, way before I didn't slavery mean existed. That was a long word. I didn't mean like it was created at that yeah. point. I mean that it was heavily relied upon because what other jobs could they fucking get? When I was in my history class, specifically in fifth grade, uh, with what's her face? Can't remember her kid is that anymore. Um, <laughs> so I remember this teacher quite clearly, but not her name. Uh, I remember her talking about that slaves after slavery had ended, it was almost like not really any different because they had to go into indentured servitude because they couldn't get jobs anywhere else. Well, they were just like servants at that point. Even indentured servitude means that they were like in prison. Indent- indentured yeah. servitudes were prisons, but like so your slaves were just ser- servants. No, but you can choose indentured servitude even without being forced to do it. Yeah, I think it would just fall into multiple different. options. So if you break the law and you don't have money to pay the fees for whatever you did, yes. you would be introduced to the option of you can do indentured servitude, which would be a form of jail time because you kind of have a mm-hmm. you can't pay off whatever the fuck you did. But if you're somebody who just can't make money and have no other way of making money, you could voluntarily choose to do indentured, indentured servitude. It's not just mm-hmm. jail time is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, to show how fucking recent it is, like, we have Mariah's fucking just family experience. We have the opposite end. Like, I know that a lot of people's grandparents or, like, white, you know, families up here are... There's no such thing as little racist because all racism is still racism. But, like, I'm talking about the extreme where they're like, oh, yeah, slavery shouldn't fucking end. Like... 
with the KKK, and I'm like, KKK, oh. Yeah, that's why I think it's funny that your grandpa was living in the South. Like, yeah, we didn't treat our slaves that bad. Like, y'all were the worst of it. Yeah. The South is really uneducated on, uh, yeah. they have I a mean, lot of propaganda down there yeah. of what actually happened on, you know? It's also just kind of like, um, I, I like to describe it as tribal mentality because yeah. it's like, I could have even sat there and been like, well, my grandpa said, like, yeah. I could have stayed ignorant and that's just why i don't really talk to them at all because like i don't know beyond what they've done to me like i can't forgive any of who he is as a person like i don't align with it and it's like slice all that side of the family like even even my younger cousins who were like babies when he was telling me that stuff have tried to get in contact with me and unfortunately i'm like i'm sorry you're still affiliated chop like i can't help it Yeah. So I was going to learn more about diversity, even if I'm in a white neighborhood where it's still, you know, talks about it. Everybody talks about it, right? So my mom, I feel like, really tried to hide a lot of her racism the older I got, even though it still come out and mm-hmm. very obviously. But now that I've gotten older and I'm not around her, she does not filter herself. And when she went her, I already told you this, Maya. When she went on her fucking honeymoon with the bitch who's now divorcing, um, she was straight up referring to all the black people, obviously using the N word. And saying that there was too many of them in the pool, and that the pool water was dirty. And I was like, so, and Jasmine, Jasmine, being an idiot, will tell me and say the word in front of me. And I'm like, you didn't have to say the word. You could have just told me that mom says the N-word. And she says that mom uses the N-word all the time. And I'm like, this is why. Even if I wanted to have a casual relationship with my mom mm-hmm. once every three months, I can't. Because I can't allow someone who speaks that way. She does the same thing with homophobia. Yeah. Like, you, it, I feel like you and I, like have similarities yeah there's the there's the fucking okay i don't like being treated this way conversation but then you just take a step back and you look at it even unemotionally logically you're like i can't align with this i can't have this energy in my life yeah we gotta end the podcast yeah ask us if we share it again because did you know you're sharing this week also one more time guys all right once more would you guys share this movie I did like the theme. Yeah, it's it's a kid friendly movie. Uh, yeah, totally uh, perfect for thirteen year olds. I turned out fine. Whoops! Yeah, they were right. Whatever they put in the water is turning these frogs gay. <laughs> Kenzie, it's your turn, girl. What's what you sharing? What am I sharing this week? Why are you saying it so unconfidently? <laughs> I actually haven't decided. You're picking right now? I always do. I like to do it that way. <laughs> I want to share Adventure Time next week to lighten up this somber mood. Yeah, we watched like two kids die twice in a row. 
Can we watch Jake the when he when he turns with the hot dog nights, please? That one I put on the list. We'll, we'll get back to you, but we are watching Adventure Time next week. Yeah. You just can... Woo! Jake, 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 Jake. Snacks, snacks, snacks. <laughs>